Wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my co-host, my Diamond Dream Team. So uh, I just want to say welcome, you all. I hope you all had a great weekend. It's been a phenomenal day. And make sure you go to Diamond and Silk store and get your Diamond and Silk brooch pin, okay? Don't forget to do that, Diamond and Silk brooch pin, all right? You can get it at diamondandsilkstore.com. So before I go any further, I want you to stop what you're doing. Make sure you share, share this broadcast, share this podcast, share Lindell TV, share frankspeech.com. You all, if you really, really care about the Constitution, you care about your livelihood, if you just care about freedom of speech, you'll stop what you're doing and you will share. Share it everywhere and let them know that Silk is on the air. That's right, you all, okay? If you have any questions tonight, we're going to be talking to uh, January 6th uh, defendant, political prisoner, and a, a January 6th uh, advocate as well. Um, so if you have any questions for the guests tonight, be sure to email those questions at diamondandsilk at gmail.com. That's diamondandsilk at gmail.com. Look, don't forget to download the Frank Speech app and the Frank Social app. They are two different apps, you all, two different apps, okay? Um, that's once again, Frank Speech app and Frank Social app. Uh, you wanna download those apps so that you can stay updated and informed. Uh, they really, truly, truly, you all want to shut us down. Um, let me just be real. They want to shut us down. I have the AP coming after me now, questioning me about this, about that. But they won't question the FDA about why they wanted to hide a lot of that documents uh, from Pfizer for 75 years from the public. They won't question them, the FDA, about that. But they want to question the FDA about something that was played on the Diamond and Silk show. Well, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, I don't care. Uh, they can uh, do whatever they want to do as long as they're looking at me, getting some information, and they need to go question the FDA about all of that because they got to realize what we ain't is dumb. We know what they're doing. We see exactly what they done done, and, and the truth is coming out, especially if you have Dr. Drew uh, apologizing to Naomi Wolf because he finally sees the light, all right? So make sure you download these apps, you all. Uh, so that you can stay updated and informed. Shout out, shout out to all of our affiliates. Shout out to Getter, uh, everybody that's there on Getter. Hey, Getter. Shout out to Rumble. Hey, Rumble, everybody that's streaming our content. Shout out to RSBN. We love you, RSBN. They've been by our side since day one, you all. So shout out to them. Shout out to everybody that's streaming our content. Listen, if your skin is being affected, from wearing a mask, okay? And you know, a lot of people, they still have to wear these masks. A lot of people choose to wear the mask and with everything that they burning down and all of these chemicals pills, we're gonna have to wrap our whole body up like a mummy in a few to, be, to keep from being affected by all of these different chemicals and different things. But if you still have to wear the mask, okay? And your skin is becoming affected, bumps, redness, sores, or what have you, please go to massderma.com. That's massderma.com. You can go to massderma.com and purchase the product. It's good for your skin. It's good for psoriasis. It's good for redness and skin irritation. Maskderma.com. Okay. And be sure to use promo code diamond. That's right. Promo code diamond so that you can save. All right. Also, don't forget about MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow 2.0, you all. Look, me and the hubby had a chance to sleep on the, the green tack ones. And the green tack ones was really, really nice. Now, the hubby loved that. Uh, he loved the green tack. With me, I love all of them because I have something for my feet, something for my legs, something for my back, and something for my head. I mean, just the different firmness is just amazing. So, and another thing, you know, Michael Lindell is just brilliant. He's brilliant. You know, they created this technology that keeps the pillows cool. So if you are a real woman out there, I would say over 50, 
and you're going through a little menopause and having a little hot flashes, well, these pillars help me have cool flashes because it keeps me cool at night. So you can go to MyPillow.com, get the MyPillow 2.0, it's buy one, get one free, and be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. That's promo code DIAMOND, okay? Also, don't forget about my coffee. Yes, where you can save up to 50% when you visit mystore.com. That's mystore.com. I always say that the best part to waking up is not being woke, but being awake with my coffee. So don't you be hasty. Go over there and get you something tasty right there at mystore.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND so that you can save, all right? Also, don't forget about Diamond and Silk autograph book, all right? Get the book right now at diamondandsilkstore.com. That's diamondandsilkstore.com. The book, Uprising Who the Hell Said You Can't Ditch and Switch, The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. So if you wanna learn more about Diamond and Silk, want to get to know Diamond and Silk, want to know where we came from, how we got here, how we did this, it's in the book, okay? And I will eventually soon you all be working on the next book. It's just so much going on, especially <clears throat> having someone so close to you to pass away and trying to get everything organized and in order and just jumping right back into this. Uh, it's a whole lot that's involved. You all don't see what goes on behind the scenes. You just see me come here really pretty and ready to go ahead on in on somebody. But uh, it's a lot that goes on. So eventually I will get around to the book real, real soon. Okay. Next, I just want to quickly say thank you. Thank you to everybody. Somebody made this beautiful uh, uh, handmade uh, uh a bracelet it oh you all just the thoughts the the skincare book the skincare the books the cards the emails the birthday gifts the contributions the, still you condolences you, everything that you all continue to give to me all of the the the, the, the notes the chats all of the comments in the chats just Staying here with me, standing by me, being my foundation, being here with me and not leaving me, encouraging me. I just want to say thank you. I really, truly appreciate it. It's because of you that I continue on. I, I had to, you know, one thing about Diamond and Silk, we are like the voice for the voiceless. A lot of people, uh, had things that they want to say but couldn't. So we said things that people were thinking. And now I'm continuing to say things that people are thinking. Okay? And I just want to say thank you all for being here to support me while I continue to say things that you're thinking. Period. <laughs> Thank you all so, so much. I really, really, truly appreciate it. Just happen to glance over there at the chat. Thank y'all. I, I, I just, y'all just don't know. But eventually, you stay here with me as we continue to grow. Wherever I'm about to go, you'll be right here with me, okay? Okay, so once again, tonight we're going to be talking to uh, January 6th uh, advocate and I want to go ahead on and bring them on because I have two guests tonight and I want to allow them the opportunity to tell their side of the story. Let us know what's going on. OK, so she is the aunt of January 6th defendant Matthew Perna, who she says hung himself at the 13 months of mental torture from the DOJ. I want you all to please welcome back to the show Jerry Perna. Jerry? Hi, how are you? Hi, darling. I'm doing thank you great. For having I'm me. doing so great. Oh, thank you so much for being back on. Uh, I'm I'm glad, you know, after my sister passed away and I'm getting back into the spin of everything and all of the new stuff that's coming down the pipeline, uh, you know, I got to to interact with a lot of individuals. I 
who's been in jail or who knows someone that was in jail because of January the 6th. And mm-hmm. so it's just been a whirlwind with everybody just coming out the, the, the woodworks that have been affected by this. And I understand that, you know, your nephew, Matthew, uh, uh, he hung himself. We, we was, you had you on the show last year. So can you please enlighten everybody about what, what went on or what's going on, what's happening right now? Is the case still open, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? You have the floor. Thank you. And I do want to express my sincere condolences to you and your family. I was I was just heartbroken when I heard about your sister. I wanted to start off with that. Um, you. And you I know you understand the grief that I'm going through having somebody yeah. so close. Matthew went into the Capitol on January 6th armed with a cell phone. He stayed within the velvet ropes. He broke nothing, touched nothing. He didn't do any acts of violence. He wasn't a violent person. He was just a sweet, gentle man. And after that, he was he was arrested with misdemeanors and then eventually charged with the felony of obstruction of Congress. It started a nightmare for him, and he was constantly having the rug pulled out from underneath him. He would have a hearing scheduled in the morning of, they would cancel it, they would postpone it. Then that hearing would come and they would postpone it. And it was just mentally taxing, not to mention the social media is brutal. And I know you know what I mean. They are wicked and evil and brutal. And the local news stations were, were not any kinder and... Finally, Matt pled guilty just to have the whole episode put behind him. And he Mm -hmm. actually accepted he was going to go to prison for six to 12 months. And he even began telling me how he was going to turn it into a positive, how he was going to take his education and teach the prisoners so that they could get their GEDs. And then a week before his hearing, again, he found out it was not only postponed again, but that they were seeking to add a terrorism enhancement, which would have taken his sentence to almost six years in prison. And it was a few days after he found this out that Matt hanged himself in his garage. He was 37 years old and he had so much ahead of him, but he was mentally broken and he had his, It was just inhumane to watch this man crumble the way he did at the hands of our own government. So he eventually, um, you know, he passed and I took it upon myself to start speaking out about the way he was treated and how the J6ers are not being treated like human beings and how other people have gone without being even being arrested, committing much worse crimes than any of these people did. And they are seeking the maximum sentences for people who committed misdemeanor crimes. And I don't think people realize the full extent. You are not just punishing that J6er. You are punishing their family, their children, right. many of whom are, are not even able to go to school now because of being bullied. And I just heard a heartbreaking, heartbreaking um, story the other night. One of the J6ers who has been sentenced to several years in prison, his his daughter attempted suicide. I mean, she's a little girl. And these things are happening, and this DOJ and this government and the mainstream media is not reporting on it. And I'll tell you why they're not reporting on the J6ers. Because they don't want anyone to throw any sympathy or compassion their way. And it is that lack of compassion that took my nephew from me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and see, and that's the that's that is what what is lacking. Uh, not only that, but due process is also yes. lacking. You know, people are not being given due process as it pertains to these individuals. So let me ask you this: Have any congressmen or congresswoman? or senator or anybody, have they contacted you or have you had the opportunity to talk to anyone? 
other than the few that I had spoken to at the beginning, um, Congressman Gohmert from Texas and Marjorie Taylor Greene mm -hmm. has been very supportive. Um, I am going to be going but to Washington. But are they doing anything right now? Are they doing anything right now? Like for well, when before Louis Gohmert finished his term, he drafted the Matthew Lawrence Perna Act of 2022, and Marjorie Taylor Greene co-sponsored it. And I am going to Washington, D.C. next week, and I will be appearing before the Republicans, and I will be pleading with them to put this bill at the top of the list and to, and to push it through, because this bill is so important, Silk, for it, people mm -hmm. in the future so that they are not denied their due process, so they are not given a sentencing enhancement after they've already pled guilty to A, B, and C, and suddenly in front of the judge expecting just to get their sentence, they're now faced with D, which could which could quadruple their, their sentence. And that is included in the bill along with um, having a change of venue because the J6ers who are deciding to fight their cases at trial are not allowed to take them out of the of DC. They have to be tried in DC, which is a predominantly Democrat city. So that yeah. is another aspect of the bill that would give them the option to take their case outside of Washington DC. It's a very important mm -hmm. bill that needs a, a lot of attention. Wonderful. That, that sounds like a good bill. Let me ask you this. What are your thoughts about the Jason, the footage only being released to Tucker Carlson and not being released to all American citizens? I have mixed feelings about that. You know, I love Tucker. Okay. I do. I, I, I know that he's a very upstanding person. And, and as far as the media goes, I don't trust anybody more than him. But mm -hmm. I honestly believe that footage should have been released to the entire population, just played on a loop constantly on a channel. Yep. I don't care if it's on the internet so that everybody could see the footage. You have NBC complaining that they didn't get the footage. Well, they're just gonna manipulate it just like the January 6th committee did. So unless you release all of it, I think that if, if everybody had the opportunity to see it and they could decide for themselves, I don't think it's fair to not give everybody that same opportunity. I totally, totally agree. I think it should be released. They want to say something about national security and all of that. Well, if Joe Biden is in there, he's he's the re, supposed to be the leader of America. Uh, he had a conflict of interest and uh, he was a threat to our national security uh, uh, years ago. So if he's able to sit his behind there and if Kevin McCarthy is able to release the footage to Tucker Carlson, then he should be able to release the footage to everybody uh, else. If you're talking I about agree. national security. Now, I understand that you was in a documentary, Shame on Shame of a Nation, mm -hmm. the truth about January 6th. And I understand that a network news mask uh, hosts this particular documentary, right? So yes. my question is, do you know where people can see this particular documentary now? They show it from time to time. It's not available all the time, but every now and then they will show it on Newsmax. Somebody just recently asked me that, and I did reach out to the producers, and they said that they will be showing it again. Um, yeah. There's several documentaries so, in the works. Yeah. So let that me just really be real. It was a really it, the little bit I could see, but let me really be real with you that, you know, a lot of times when you want to get the word out, you're going to have to put it out there because with them taking, I know you're not behind this, but we're just having a conversation right. with them taking it and just giving it or selling it the rights to that one network. We only see it when that network play it. I, I could have, right. if I, if I could have had access to it while I was doing my research and getting things, I could have been watching that to get the word out. But see, a lot of times they like to control the narrative, control what's out there because this documentary is so profound and it's coming from real people. So I just want to just put that out there. That's how they control it. When you give this footage to Tucker Carlson, to, to this one particular network, then that controls the narrative. 
It controls what was put out there. And then we don't really get to see the truth itself. What they say to us is the truth. That's why right. I think and, it should be released. Go ahead. I'm concerned that you have 40,000 plus hours. Exactly how much time does Fox News have to put that footage on there? Obviously, he has a one-hour show. I mean, how are you going to condense all that footage doing? down into, into yeah. a couple of shows? Who I really believe it should be it? on the internet. That's right. And see, a lot of times, another thing that these networks love to do is to steer you to their network so they can make money off of you when it comes down to advertisement and so forth. And right oh, yeah. now I am a little, uh, I, I, don't, I don't wanna say sick and tired, but sick and tired uh, pussyfooting around the truth because what they're doing, it's like a slow drip. They'll put a little bit out, a little bit out until really it sizzles out and nobody knows what, what has happened here. And then we'll I find agree. ourselves another year from now talking about this same thing because people don't know, people can't get their hands on it, or people just totally forget with everything that we have going on in our country right now. So so I, I just think it should be released to the public. I totally agree. And I think that uh, uh, people should stop dangling January 6th political prisoners like this right here and slow, mm -hmm. slow walking them. To, to say, you know, I, I, I'm thinking so that the rest of us American people can become in fear to these individuals and think, oh, my God, if I say something, that's going to happen to me. And I think that they're I being used. I yeah. do. And I also think that the, the mainstream media, first of all, they're not going to ever report the truth on this, ever. Oh, no. And unless... And the thing about it is the conservatives watch Fox News. You're not going to have the liberals tuning in to Fox News to watch the footage from January 6th. You're basically preaching to the choir here by only yeah. showing hey, the footage on a conservative channel. Hold on. Excuse me. Let me say one thing. Because all conservatives don't watch Fox News. And no, you know, not all of I, them. Right, 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 right. And a lot of these networks, I'm talking about all of them, left mm -hmm. wing, right wing, and even in between, a lot of them, as far as I'm concerned, it's like one dirty bird with two corrupt wings. They are liars, as far as I'm concerned. Right. And I don't choose to watch a lot of them. Because see, when, I, when you tell me that you are a network for conservatives, then the first thing you wouldn't do is go along with the narrative that the left people the left, the people on the left, depicted to the country. See, the left took this here particular video, chopped it down to make it look like, oh my God, they're overthrowing the building, they're beating this, they're doing that. And then the right picked it up. And then the right started calling it the same thing. They adopted the terminology, insurrection, insurrection. You know, yeah. they did the exact same thing. And then how many people from January the 6th that a conservative network put on their network for people to hear their story. How many people did, did they allow that? Just a mm -hmm. handful. And then if you go, went against their narrative and they didn't like what you were speaking, they never invited you back on. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's and you know, why my other we fear, are too, Go ahead, darling. My other fear, Silk, is just like the, the Epstein flight logs just like the Dominion voting machines. Is this going to be a big nothing burger that we're never going to hear about, that they're going to dangle in front of us like a candy bar and then nothing, nothing. That's and, all you know, it is. like my story with Matt, it, it's, it's, I'm pulling teeth trying to get the, the Congress people to even acknowledge that Matt, Matt is dead. Well, is, is, his, is his case still open? Is it an internal investigation or anything going on, no. especially with the mental abuse that, that they that No, occurred? unfortunately, I first of all, I could not find a lawyer that would take the case. No one wanted to sue the government and be subject to being canceled or having their law license taken away. And the other thing is, and I'm sure you understand this better than anybody, public opinion, social media, and the media 
They are so brutal. And Matt's dad, he just, he can't take seeing his son yeah. being dragged through the mud again. I, I, look, so I'm there with you. I can't you. put my brother I, through that. I'm there with you, but uh, they can say whatever the hell they want to say about my sister Diamond. I am going to continue to carry the torch for her, and they can kiss my brown ass for all I care. That's what they can do for me. Okay. Well, for I, me I don't, too. I, don't, I will look, continue speaking out. No and, one's so going to shut I me up. What I tell my family. My time, I, what I tell my family that can't take it is don't look at social media. Don't look at it. Ignore them. Or I even made them the moderator. If you see something you don't like, block them. Delete it and block them. Because, see, you got a troll farm here that only want to discourage you. They only want to discourage you. So you let Matt Father know, don't look at social media. But for the ones that can be strong, you have to keep fighting. You right. have to keep fighting. Do not let his death be in vain. Don't I will let not it be in back vain. Down. Don't you do that. That's right. And as long I as I have left in my body and there's a diamond and silk chit chat live, you have a platform to come here and continue to talk about Matthew, to continue to tell his story, to continue to let us know some updates as to what's going on. So you Thank ain't got you. the word about a place to tell your, your story, baby. You have a place. You have Thank a you safe so space right here on Lindell TV, frankspeech.com, Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. So, I so don't you worry you about it. I from the bottom that. of my heart. I really do. It's been a lot, it's well, been I a could... tough year for us. It really has. Both of us, you and I both, have had a yep. very tough year. Oh, yeah. But you have to continue to move forward. You got to continue yes. to press forward. Don't give up because one thing that they want us to do is to give up and ignore, forget, be in denial. Do not allow his death to be in vain. Let everybody know where they can follow you at, darling. If you, I'm on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter under Jerry Perna, and you can visit our website at rememberingmattperna.com, and you could read about his story. You can see his photographs. You can see some of the beautiful photography that he did and um, follow us there. And we are starting the Matthew Perna Foundation to carry on his humanitarian efforts as well. Beautiful, and continue to post that, continue to post his photo. Keep his memory alive. I have my sister right here beside me. The ones that say, oh, it's just so sad, I don't wanna look at it, guess what? Close your eyes or turn to another channel. Right. Okay, because I'm running the show now and this is the way I'm gonna run it. Period. So you run run his foundation. You do that for Matthew. Put it out there and ignore these crazy people. You have something called a block button. Block them and keep on moving. Okay? Thank you I so much for that. being on the show. God Thank bless you. you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for having wow. me. You're so welcome, darling. Thank you so much for being here. You all, uh, I'm going to go ahead on and move on to my next guest. Uh, she's a J6 defendant fighting for her freedom. Please welcome to the show, Yvonne Sincere. Yvonne, hey darling, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank I you. see we have a guest here. Who is who is who is our guest here with you? This Hi. is my husband, Troy. Troy? Okay. Hello. Hi, Troy. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How are you all doing tonight? I, I heard you all had a long drive or you're, let everybody know what's going on. Um, we left Idaho on Saturday and we are headed to DC. My pre-trial is Wednesday. Um, so we drove in, we were, we're staying in Ohio right now. My son lives here. So we are visiting him for till tomorrow and then we'll head to DC and then we'll come back here till the trial starts the 6th. Um, Okay. It's, it's so you have a, a pre-trial that's coming up on a first. Yes. Wednesday. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. So now, how are you connected to January the sixth, and uh, where where do you stand at? How how are you connected here? Did you enter the Capitol? Did you go? Were you um, on I, the ground? Let, I give did. Us a so, um. We went together. That was why I had him come in here with me. Um, but we were separated on 
So after Trump did his speech, um, yes, I was really excited to go um, to the Capitol and to witness what was happening. I wanted to see the legislation. I wanted to see our government at work. So I skipped down Constitution Avenue and lost my husband. Yeah, we're not skipping. <laughs> so um, I, I got ahead of him. And and I also, um, when COVID happened, I kind of, my whole world changed. Um, I, I like to tell everyone I'm, I've been on a spiritual awakening and God has been showing me a whole lot of truth about this world. So, oh yeah. Yes. It's a beautiful world oh, we live yeah. in. So, um, uh-huh. so I was, <laughs> it is, but you know what? We're going to change that. We are going to change yes. that. It's happening now. I believe that there is a shift happening and I believe that the truth is coming Amen. and truth is consciousness and we are becoming oh, more yeah. conscious on what is happening in our world. That's right. So, mm-hmm. so I knew we were here to experience, I know we're here for the human experience. I wanted to experience um, our government. I wanted to experience and see what was happening. I knew the election was stolen. Um, both Troy and I served in the Marine Corps. We met when we were in the Marines. Um, so I believe then we were at war. And um, so I was there for the experience and I got ahead of him and I was on the side that um, Jake Ling, who is still being held, was on where Roseanne Boylan was beaten to death by the Capitol Police. Um, it, I got up to the front of the, um, sorry, I'm a little nervous and- um, You don't have to be nervous here, honey. You right here uh, on the Diamond and Silk Chit Chat live with Silk. So let's, we're family, sweetheart. We're family, we so family. that's we're at a table. We're having a conversation about this thing. I want you to tell me what happened. I just all I want to know is what happened. What so, went down? You ain't got nothing to be nervous about. So I went. It was there was a lot of activity. So I went up to the very front of the line, and I was actually uh-huh. talking to the police. I wanted to know what they were feeling because I wanted to. It was I'd never experienced that. So when when. Trump said, wait, 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 you said you talked to the police. Yeah, I was talking to the police officers because at first it was just us talking to them at the barriers and it was peaceful. And then they started firing. I actually got pepper sprayed right in the eye. And um, so at that point, the police officer, the Capitol Police that were behind, there was other guys behind. So there was the, the guys that were up front on the barricade talking to us. And then there was other police behind. So it was on the same side where the inauguration was the same side where you see the big tower and everything. Um, so when they pepper sprayed me, there were a bunch of guys that were trying to help me, um, wash my eyes out and everything. And I remember about that time there was, they were trying to push us back. And I had told the police, I said, I won't push against you, but I'm not going anywhere. I have a right to be here and I'm going to stand right here. And, Mm -hmm. um, so they were trying to push us back and they wanted them to move me. And, um, they were arguing, the police were arguing about moving me and they're like, don't you hurt her. And so it was, and then about that time they broke the barrier a little bit down from us. So then everybody just kind of shifted and I just followed everybody up. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let me ask you a quick question real quick. So the barrier was there, right? right? That's where everybody can stand at. Right there where the barrier is at. Why right. did they want you to move if you were standing on the other side right. of the and barrier we before it was broken? And you right. were there they peaceful. Were. So why why did why well, did they was, want you to move? That's that's where looking back at it now, you see that um why did they fire pepper spray into a peaceful, peaceful group of people? Why were they doing flashbangs? Why were they taking something that was peaceful and making it not peaceful? And, and who that's was exactly the um, who was well, they? they were the, I don't know if they were the Capitol police or I don't know if I don't, it was the police officers. I don't know which, where they were from. I've seen the videos of them. Um, there's okay, actually it was one the video. Security. Okay. Yes. It, so, what it, it was, was, it was the sec- we, we can call them the security that was there at that time. Right. While you're standing there behind the barrier, they got it. They say this, you can't cross this line. You never cross the line. You just standing there peaceful like everybody else. All right. Right. Then all of a sudden they start spraying pepper spray. And that's that's really to get the crowd 
disoriented and 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 like you like you said you you know they had to help you get that just you know spray your eyes yeah, they out or things into the crowd and so yeah they were just making it chaotic they weren't trying to make it peaceful it was just all they chaos. were inciting violence they incited Correct. violence is what they did go ahead they have dirty hands i've learned this last week i have a friend who has enlightened me on um the law that we our court systems do not follow and um one of the things, and we, we've put our attorney and them on notice, but um, they have to, well, not mens rea, that's a different part, but you, clean hands is, is, they have to have clean hands, which means that they have to have no part in creating this crime. And we all know that they, they had a part. That crime would that's have right. never happened. None of it would have never happened had they not created it, the, the situation for it to begin. Um, that's right. And- so now that's really what we, our defense really has to be is um, getting all the footage that Tucker was given and getting all to see why were the magnetic doors open from the inside. It's like Troy said, that Capitol is locked down. If you, if they don't want you in, you're not going in. And that's right. Um, it's a fortress. And you know, they allow us. Let me, let me give you a break right there so that you can catch your breath. You know, I posted something online where it showed how the doors was open from the inside. And I asked the question, is this an inside job? And this fool named Adam Kinzinger is the one that called himself calling me out about posting that video and claimed that it was some somebody from the second floor that the guy was looking up at and talking to. My deal is, how did Adam Kinzinger know somebody was on the second floor when the video itself never showed a second floor? How did he know who was on the second floor? How did Adam Kinzinger know who was on the second floor when the video never showed anybody, never showed the second floor or anybody on the second floor? So how did Adam Kinzinger even know that? If the doors was open from the inside, is this an inside job? The answer it is yes. Is. Absolutely. The answer is. is yes. So it when is, they broke those sure. areas down from you and people started rushing in, because I, I saw the video where they started opening up the, the, the barriers. and no, That's on the other side. On that's you on the other the side. That was on the other side. Yeah. So where you could go in into the, we were actually on the backside where they did the inauguration. So it's the tunnel. If you've seen the, yeah. any of the videos with Roseanne Boyland, I was in the tunnel. Yeah. So I was on that backside. So when they broke the barrier, um, I just followed the crowd up. I, I mean, I was by myself and I went up there and I took my camera off. My, I had it on a pole, a Trump flag, and I took it off the pole. And somehow I actually ended up... I, with the police. So there's, if you, there's the tunnel way, and then there were these glass doors and the police were on one side of the glass doors and we were on the other side, but I ended up on the same side as the police. And there were um, a couple guys that kept squishing me and they were, they were scared. They were going to um, smother me. And I, I had my backpack on with my water bottle. So I knew I would be protected. Um, but about that time I realized um, I need to get out of here. This is really going to be dangerous. And I was um, it was crazy. So I got out of there and then I stood up on the, they had railways railing and I stood up there and that's just where I videotaped everything. Um, so there was a lot of crazy fighting going on. So you were talking about when you was at the window, right? When you was at the window when you was videotaping. No, that was, so that was inside. So after, so I stood on the railing and watched watched it transpire. I don't even know what it was that I just was trying to figure out. I, it, you, you, I mean, I, I believe we're at war. I, I believed in 2020, we were at war. Um, and so I was just trying to make sense of what was happening in our world and our, I, I mean, it just, none of that was what I went to see. So I took the, the, the police by that time pushed everybody out. And I was literally the last person in the hallway and they said, you need to get out. And I was like, well, I don't want to step on you. So they picked me up and they threw me. This is where it gets kind of cool. They threw me out and I lost my phone. So I stood there for a little while and I watched this unravel. And about that was when Roseanne Boylan was being beaten. And I didn't even realize what was happening with her. But I it was, was just, just standing. Hmm? It was but just chaotic. 
Yeah, it was so chaotic. I tried to call him. He couldn't hear me. It was so loud. I borrowed somebody's phone. Um, and we had Metro there and I'm from Idaho. We don't have public transportation. I don't know how to get around. I knew I needed my phone. And so when he didn't um, hear me, I, about that time they started to break the windows. And it's funny is now I look back and, um, some, some of the people were trying to break the windows. And then there were other people that were saying, stop it. We don't, we don't damage property. We don't do that. And I was watching that all unfold and it, it should have clicked then that um we were being set up but it just it was I, I just it yes, wasn't right. it was so much chaos yeah. so when they you broke were, the window I set up and you was entrapped right you and I didn't entrap and I should have started I mean I after so about that time when they broke the window I thought well I'll crawl through the window I'll borrow a phone he'll be able to hear me and I was ready to go so I crawled through the window but this is where it gets good and this is where I know God's in control Okay. So I said, Hey, does anyone have a phone I could borrow? And this guy literally standing two feet away from me said, pulls my phone out of his pocket and says, I found this phone. Is it yours? What are the odds? There were thousands of people, thousands of us mm -hmm. in that area. So I, I looked at my phone and I plugged it in cause it was dying. And I called him and we decided to meet at the reflection pond. And then I was like, Oh my gosh. I have internet service. I haven't had internet service all day. And we had all our friends that were watching us. Oh, let me go live. Let me do a live video while we're in the Capitol. So that's the video. I went live and, you know, said a few choice words out the window. This is our house. And I had no idea what was everyone was watching on TV. I didn't realize what was happening. And about that time, they started to take the hinges off the door to go inside. And I said, no, thank you. So I crawled out the window and I stood there for a little bit and I watched. And this is another thing that really caught me. Yeah. I was kind of by the edge, thank goodness. And the police came out and they threw canister and can, I mean, a bunch of canisters of tear gas. And we scattered like cockroaches. And I thought, why didn't they do that two hours ago? Why? I mean, literally the, the people that were fighting in the tunnel thought that they were out of pepper spray and tear gas. And I'm not really sure what everyone was thinking. I can't speak for anyone but me, but um, yeah. it was just wild. And I couldn't believe it. Then I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why didn't they do that sooner? So of course, then we, we walked back and I met up with him and mm -hmm. we about that time, everybody's so calling me and I the, had no idea. Did the, did, the, did the FBI, did they come and uh, uh, battery ram your door in? Did they come to your home afterwards? Um, so I think I was protected because I do live in Idaho and it is a very conservative state. So um, they did not. So I got arrested in March. I honestly was shocked. I, I, I was like, I had no intent to commit a crime. I did not go there. I went there for the experience. I was not a part of anything. Um, so everyone kept saying, you're going to get arrested. And I was like, no, I'm not. Why would I get arrested? You got to do something to get arrested for. And so I had gotten home from lunch with my mom and sister pulled into my driveway and this um, U.S. Marshal in full flag jacket shows up and says, get out of your car. You're under arrest. I'm like, for what? What did I do? And um, and about that time, there was like U.S. Marshals, FBI. So there was probably about 10 to 15 cop cars. It was definitely overkill. But I've watched the documentaries and they did not. Yeah. They were they talked to me. You know, they they handcuffed me. They, my grandson was getting ready to get off the bus and I had to get him off the bus. So they let me call my husband to make sure somebody was home to get my grandson. And um, what did they charge you with, uh, Yvonne? What did they charge originally, you with? I was charged with mis two misdemeanors. And they offered okay. me a plea deal of no jail time and a year probation. And I said, the two misdemeanors, uh, the two misdemeanors was what? Do you know what the charge was? I, I think one of them was trespassing. Trespassing and then I think one violent was, entry. Yeah, or something. They violent were entry into a building. You said violent so were, entry? Yeah, no, I don't know. Violent entry or something. Not, not violent because I didn't have any violent okay. charges. No, the deal is, just, just with the trespassing alone. Just with the trespassing alone, the deal is for me is that is that's that's the people house. That's a, American taxpayers pay that house. That's not Nancy Pelosi's house. That's not the Democrats' house. That's not Mitch McConnell's house. 
That's not Kevin McCarthy's house. This is the people's house. And with this being the people's house, we should be able to go inside of the people's house, especially if they have these doggone illegal aliens that's coming across our borders illegally and trespassing in America, not being arrested, not even supposed to be here, but to take and arrest an American uh, citizen for walking or going inside of the people's house, that is this a disgrace. These doggone people, should they shouldn't be talking about Putin. They shouldn't be talking about China. They don't have a right to do that when they're treating American citizens like political prisoners. When they're treating you worse than these illegal aliens that's not even supposed to be here. Okay, so this these, this regime, they can't talk about how bad these other foreign countries treat its citizens when you're doing our citizens, our own uh, uh, American citizens worse. Now, there was a statement that you said. I'm just going to say it right quick, and I got about two minutes. You said Americans are being beaten for wanting to save their country. When you said that, I was like, whoa. And then you said, welcome to communist America. What did you see to make you even want to say that? What type of beating did you see happening for you to say that? Um. There was in the tunnel, there was just clubs. I mean, they were just hitting them on the head. And I mean, you, it, it was, I mean, there's a video of me screaming, stop, stop. Um, it was so intense and I couldn't, I just couldn't wrap my head around what I was watching and, it, and seeing and, and what was happening because, and the funny, not funny, there was nothing funny about it, but one of the guys that actually was in it was an older guy. And I found out later, he was actually an Idaho guy from Napa. He ended up, I heard he was a really nice rancher guy and ended up taking a plea deal. I don't really know what happened. But it was um, it was, it was one of the saddest days of my life because yeah. I realized then our country was compromised. Yeah, that so, our, our, our country compromised. was compromised. That's right. It was being seized. Okay, so yeah, you said that they they offered you a plea deal. All right, uh, did you you didn't take the plea deal? No. Right? So now I am facing six felonies. So I went from two misdemeanors to six felonies after she said no six yeah. felonies what, what do you know what the, are you able to let the audience know what the six felonies um, are yeah i can read them to you real quick um i have two minutes okay um lots of pressure um that's okay take it there's i know the one that my attorney was worried about was the aiding and abetting but there was um pay, Parading and picketing um, on restricted Parading grounds, entering a restricted capital. Um, but she's worried about the aiding and abetting because there's one point in the video um, when I was when I was taking that picture that um, there's a girl next to me. I now know who she is, Gina. We've we've since talked since uh -huh. all this happened. Um, was yelling for more bodies, and I didn't. You know, like I said, I was there for the experience. So she's like, we need more bodies. We need more bodies. And I was like, oh, well, I'm loud. I was a drill instructor. I can yell. So I yelled, we need more bodies. And so that's my aiding and abetting. And I was like, well, first of all, yes, I got caught in the moment. But what was I aiding and abetting? And, and who was I aiding right. and abetting? Because I didn't know any of these people. Um, so who did I aid and abet to do what? And um let me ask you so this that was, real quick. Did a police officer, did a police officer tell you to leave the grounds or to leave the building? Did a police officer no. walk up to you and say, get out no. the building? No. Well, no, no, I called out. The, no, there was no police officer in there. But no, there wasn't. When I was talking to them, they didn't, they didn't tell us to leave. Um, so was no. there a sign that says no trespassing? No. And I, like you, thought that the cat, I did not realize because it is our capital and it is our house and it is open. Um, I didn't well, realize until Kevin McCarthy opened it back up that it had ever closed. 
when she said what? something about needing more, when she said the, the 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 lady that was standing next to you said something about needing more bodies, what was she referring to? So basically, at that point, they were fighting in the tunnel, and there was a lot of fighting going on. Um, but because they were trying to, I don't, I don't honestly, I don't know what they were trying to do. Now that I look back, I'm not really sure what they I, were. But you don't have to replace them. People I'm were getting tired. Yeah, I got what you was what you're saying because see, I feel like MAGA was infiltrated with these agitators, and these agitators was the one up front that was actually starting the fight to create this brawl. Because I like I asked, how is it that people in the tunnel had on gas masks, but people on the front line that was looking back in the tunnel also had on, how did they know to have on gas masks? How did they know that mason pepper spray was going to be sprayed? That's because they was all a part of the entrapment. That you, when because you really look at the clean video. hands. That's right. And they don't want the Those video out, the video footage out. Because with that video footage out, it would change the left and some on the right narrative. Period. That's just a that's just the bottom line. Well, we're going to be praying for you. We, we wish you the best of luck in everything. Look, uh, Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live, the show is open. It's an open platform for you to come back and let us know what's going on, what happened. And uh, I, I don't see how any of these charges will stick. However, you know what you're dealing with. and we, But but it's going to take prayer. It's going to take prayer to, to change. Our God things. is way bigger than what is That's happening. Right. And I believe, I believe, um, I believe the truth will come out. That's what I, when everyone asks, how can I That's pray? Right. How can I pray? They pray for me. I tell them to pray for the truth because if they pray, even if they don't agree, if you have a lot of people that are, aren't sure, it's like, if I ask them to pray for the truth, then they'll know yep. because it'll be revealed. There. And I have 11 grandkids. Say. Oh, wow. I have 11 grandkids and I want to make sure that they have a freedom like I've had and that they have the same opportunity. And that's why I went and that's why I'll take it and fight it. But I know God is way bigger. And, and I really feel like God's laid it on my heart that whether it's a not, a not guilty, a dismissal or um, even a guilty. And so I just don't think I'll ever fit, step foot in that prison. I'll be surprised if I do. And if I do, then, then God needed me there. And I'm okay with that too. I always say God is not going to bring you to it unless he's going to see you through it. So go with the flow, no matter what it looked like, you're supposed to be wherever you're supposed to be. It's somebody heart you're supposed to touch. And that's one thing I tell people now, especially since my sister has passed on. If you ever want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Because I had no plans for none of this. You see what I'm saying? But I'm here. I've been the chosen vessel to, to proceed forward. And I am here. And I got to do what I got to do. Period. No matter what it looked like. Thank you all so much for being Thank on you. the show. Troy, did you have anything that you want to say? 30 seconds? Uh, just back to the uh, the Capitol. You know, we had probably about 2 million people down there at the uh, eclipse. They were marching towards the the, uh, the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. If anybody was in charge over there that was providing security, I wouldn't be waiting no not inside basically tunnels and stuff. I would have pushed myself out as far as I could and put up barrier line, not exactly right at the building foundation. Right. I mean, it's just a tactical, it doesn't make sense. You know, you got a mob of million yeah. people coming and yeah. you're, you're well, going to be hiding. It doesn't make sense. Um, everything that they It don't did, make it sense to us. It don't make sense, but the fits nope. was already in, baby. All right. We'll be praying for you this. all. God bless you. Thank you all for Thank coming you. on the show. Wow. You all, incredible. Now I want you all to hear what Diamond had to say about. I just want need people to wake up. I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. We need for you to wake up yeah. and really see what's happening in our country. You know, we talk, y'all talk about the 60s. I didn't live through that era. We talk about, we know the history of how black people were jailed. And it seems like that these people that they've thrown in jail when they should already be out, it's the same thing that they did to black people when they seek the dogs and just 
threw them in jail to throw away the key. It's like we live in the same type thing that happened back in the 60s. And I just need people to wake up and stop always listening to the left-wing media and the narrative that they're trying to spin. Now, yeah. we know that maybe some people went up there and maybe they did commit a crime. But make sure you give them their due process. Because of freedom of speech, throwing them in jail, throwing away the key, putting them in solitary confinement, yeah. that's that's not due that's process. Not, yeah. That's abuse. Yeah. And then talking about obstruction of yeah. an official proceeding, I remember uh, Kavanaugh, whenever he was being confirmed, look yeah. at all of the interruptions and the protests and everything that was going on. Yeah right there inside of the building. I mean, this, this, is, crazy. this is crazy. And then like you talk about the, the Democrat party, I call them the party of slavery, the party of the KKK, the party of white supremacists. So the very thing that you described back from what they were doing back then, they're doing again today. Yes, and it's let really me, my let, opinion. Let me share this with you ladies. Um, what the police at the Capitol did, they targeted women, children, and the elderly in order to incite the men. Wow. Say that again. The police at the Capitol on January 6th, they targeted women, children, and the elderly in order to incite the men to fight. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, you know, people saw this go down. And everybody that now has a voice and a platform or a place to tell their side of the story, they keep going back to what the police actually did there on January the 6th and how they were the ones that incited the violence with the tear gas, the mace, the batons, et cetera, beating up on American citizens. Mm -hmm. So right now, you all, we got to make sure that we continue to pray. That's what we have to do, and that's what's going to get us out of all of this. It's going to take prayer. So every day at 11.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we stop what we're doing, and we pray. I'm praying for you. I hope you pray for me. Pray for our country. Pray for our citizens. Pray for our January 6th political prisoners. Pray for everybody that got to go through all of this. But sometimes you got to go through in order to get to. And it's something we got to get to, but in the midst of it, we have to learn something from it. So in the meantime, and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time, right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. You're watching Lindell TV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, mystore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my oh, life. Oh, yes, it was great. I spent Thank the you last so four much, months darling, doing my due diligence. Tomorrow. And this family-owned business micromanages oh, every step from the fields so to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Yeah. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. 
And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. Hey, y'all. Hey. We're Diamond and Silk. Mm-hmm. Join us Monday through Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on frankspeech.com, Lindell TV, with Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. That's right. Oh, it be going down over here. You know That's it. Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey. We want to see your face. Your face. In the place. Boom.